on the last episode of the Be Myself and I podcast. How y'all let me forget to talk about Jennifer Crumbly and how sis going to jail and her little husband too. I have a few more things to say about Monique's interview on Club Shay Shay. Everybody want to be famous and we just celebrated Valentine's Day. So I don't have time to sit around here arguing with y'all. Just get any less talk and hold up, drop my beat. Look alive, we on season five. Get in here, let's talk. I would like to spend a very special birthday shout out to D Mantall. D Mantall was featured on an episode of the Be Myself and I podcast. That episode was Black Money. And happy birthday to you. His birthday is February 15th. Happy birthday to D Man Tall. And also, happy Valentine's Day. Here are three celebrities who celebrate their birthday on Valentine's Day. The first one is Phil Lewis. He worked on The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, a Nickelodeon show, and won the 2023 Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards on March 4th, 2023. That was last year. The second celebrity that I'm aware of who was born on Valentine's Day is Florence Henderson. You know Florence Henderson. She was the mother on The Brady Bunch. Now, my favorite celebrity born on Valentine's Day is Michonne, child. Michonne. You know Michonne if you were a fan of The Walking Dead. What's Michonne's real name? Danae? Let me see. I don't want to keep calling my girl Michonne, but listen, that's my character. Like, I love a Michonne, child. You ain't never see somebody wield a sword like Michonne, okay? Her real name is Danae Guerrera, and she was born on Valentine's Day as well. Happy birthday to to these celebrities. And if you want to see some more celebrities that were born on Valentine's Day, go to people.com and check out the ad they put out on February 12th, listing celebrities born on this special day of love. I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. Happy birthday. Love, BB. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day to my very special one and only son. Happy Valentine's Day, my sweetheart. I love you. You are your mommy's favorite. I hope that your Valentine's Day was filled with pizza and what else did we have? And candy. Because I knew it was because I was there. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. What's happening? It's your boy, CDC. Y'all know what it is. I, I just want to send a, send a very special special uh, shout out to my special lady on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. You know who it is. It's You are now listening to Be Myself and I. I'm BB. Get in here, let's talk. If you haven't heard the name Jennifer Crumbly, then you could have been under a rock. But last week, Jennifer Crumbly was just convicted of four counts of manslaughter. She is the mother of Michigan high school shooter Ethan Crumbly, and her husband is going up for trial next month. He already is requesting a change of venue after his wife was convicted on all four counts, believing that he cannot get a fair 
trial. The husband is James Crumbly, and we're waiting to see his um his case go up. But this case is monumental in society following two decades of an uprising of school shootings all across the countries. Y'all got to know in these other countries, they look at us like all of us got guns and we just love shooting each other. Because that's the way America is portrayed globally because of all of these school shootings. Well, you know, if you know anything about law, you know that certain cases set a precedent for future cases. And already the question has arisen since Jennifer's conviction of what does this mean for past parents of school shooters and people who are labeled terrorists after unveiling. Taking a second to think about the victims, um from this shooting that happened at a Michigan high school in, uh, I think it happened in 2021, by the hands of this disturbed kid, Ethan. Ethan Crumley's case is particularly interesting because the child, the shooter at 15, did display all of the qualities of someone who might go and do this. The person had been crying out for help from his parents. And what did his parents miss? Jennifer, Mrs. Jennifer, and Mr. James Crumbly do. Charlie handed their disturbed child a gun. Jennifer was also convicted because of some very fishy text messages, some very fishy text messages that she sent to her son following the shooting. On the day of the shooting, she was asked to remove the child from school and did not do so. She really couldn't... Sis couldn't really say much. Um, I watched some parts of the trial and it was just astounding the, you know, lack of accountability. I'm sorry, I'ma just say it. It is very clear that these people are racists and terroristy and hateful. And I'm excited about seeing her parents in this predicament, not because I wish harm on anyone, but because something definitely has to be done. The question has been asked. I mean, even Eminem asked the question, where were the parents at? And look where it's at, middle America. Seriously, though, where were the parents at? And this is a question that we need to ask when these kids are bringing guns to school and shooting up these people. Churn is four students that lost their lives to this kid, and it did not have to happen. This kid had been crying out. This kid had displayed disturbing artwork. His parents were ignoring it, or I don't know that they were ignoring it. I don't know that they didn't intend for exactly what happened to happen. The way I see it, when you got all of these people, you know, some of the parents of the victims of the late, not the late child, he alive, but he and them people jail. When you looking at the parents of, say, like R. Kelly victims and stuff, there is that aspect of how much of your child child's, you know, well-being did you sacrifice for some other sort of personal gain or interest? Looking at that mama and that daddy child, they look like they're very interested in, in terrorism. That, that I'm just going to tell the truth. They look like some backwood trailer park redneck all of the above they do they do and so it's really not a surprise and I think cases like these you know are important because when we were looking at all of these past situations with school shooters one thing we can say is they all fit a very similar profile they all look the same most of them and there is some kind of group they're targeting even if the group is upper class 
upperclassmen and happy people seem to be the target of poor Mr. Ethan Cromley. And I believe that, you know, this poor child was done a disservice. Perhaps this child was not inherently racist and had to live with these racist parents. This child had been crying out for long enough for somebody to have gotten him some help. And even if we weren't going to get him help, we sure don't need to be giving him a gun. And so this is a very cool precedent that is going to really hopefully deter some of these school shootings. I don't know that it will deter the school shootings, but it will at least make these people think twice about wanting this infamy for having been a person to wreak terror all over children, families, and everything else they do when they go up there and shoot up them people's school and shoot up them people's churn. It's not right. And yeah, we need to look at the parents. And I'm happy that we're looking at them. So Jennifer Crumley, like I said, about a week ago, was convicted of four counts of manslaughter. Why? Because her son was. And the only reason why he got the manslaughter, because we had all of the evidence that that poor kid was seeking help. Jennifer Crumbly, you know, had some inconsistencies in her story. She also didn't have much of an excuse for why she texted some of the things that she texted her son, such as, you gotta do better at not getting caught. Yeah, let's talk about that. When the school made her aware of this drawing that the kid had done, blood everywhere was on the drawing and people, you know, gun and all of this. She went, talked to the kid. They asked her to take him home. She said no and then texted him, you got to not get caught. I'm not mad at you. LOL, don't get caught. What is LOL about your son fantasizing about murdering and killing people? I hope they sentence that lady to under the jail. Her sentencing hasn't happened yet, so we're waiting on that. But the father, James Crumbly, it will be going up for a similar trial. It said the court systems um, purposefully tried them separately in two separate trials. And, I mean, yeah, let's just tell the truth. As the Chicago Tribune headline says... These parents handed an unstable Michigan teen a gun. No excuses. And that is the answer to what this trial is setting a precedent of. There's no excuses for these parents no more. Y'all sending y'all churn to these school knowing they're mentally unstable and that they want to hurt people, knowing they're unhappy and knowing what school shootings do to family, to people. You're putting other kids in danger. The fact that she didn't take that child home after that drawing, that was all I needed for the conviction right there. So, Praise the Lord that there is something being done for the way forward with all of these school shootings. It's a very sad predicament when these kids cannot feel safe in our public school system from losing their lives. That's ridiculous. Goodbye, Jennifer Crumbly and your little husband, too. Y'all go on ahead and do that time with y'all, boy. So maybe y'all other parents will look at y'all and maybe stop pushing all of this trash into their kids that make them want to do this. If it's not you pushing trash into them, then you're negligent. You're clearly negligent. I mean, you left an unstable kid at a school knowing that he had a gun knowing that he had access to guns. This woman tried to put it on her husband, and that was amazing, too. So you're going to put all this on your husband. There's no unity. There's no loyalty. It's every man out for themselves. And it seems to me like somebody needs to work a little bit better at loving themselves, some people, because clearly, if we can bring it back to mental health, 
This is a little boy who was disturbed. He's having issues with loving himself. If you see Crumley's picture, the, the kid I'm talking about, this kid is clearly unstable, hurting inside, needs someone to talk to. And all he, he got is these two parents who also hurting and don't care. And the things that make them happy in life are guns and what? Telling their kid not to get caught by school officials for doing heinous things that are crimson red flags that that drawing was a crimson red flag i don't think that we have any more excuses here and that's what this case is saying no excuses to the parents of these school shooters and i sure ain't mad at that amazing j is a service that customizes everything from blankets to special valentine's day baskets apparel cups and more you can get all of your custom materials from amazing j checks us out online she has a facebook page go to amazing j that's a m a z i n g j a y y get in here let's talk i just gotta tell you about the newest fundraiser under the betty show 5013c that's blankies for baby mamas and blankies for baby daddies blankies for baby mamas and blankies for baby daddies is looking to provide comfort to parents who have lost a child we are now accepting donations of yarn to create handmade crochet blankets for any parent who has lost a child if you know a parent or it's you yourself who is dealing with this terrible heartbreak please send us a nomination at getinhereletstalk at gmail.com. If you'd like to donate yarn, please send your donations to the... Please ten. Please send your donations for the yarn raiser to Ebony Walker in care of the Betty Show. That's P.O. Box 115560 in Atlanta, Georgia, 30310. Oh, let's bring some comfort to grieving parents. Hello, everyone. My name is Kendall Blunt, minister, author, and speaker. I love spreading the word of God by teaching about the kingdom of God. You can check us out each and every Thursday on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Just type in Kingdom Bible Study or download our Kingdom Bible Study app available in all app stores where we live stream each and every Thursday as well. Lastly, you can check out one of my books on Amazon, A Father with Purpose and A Mother with Vision. And remember, you possess the power to change your world. On Be Myself and I, we like to drop nuggets. A nugget is a little something you could use, a little word, a little something in your ears, a little something in your hand, a little something that you might be able to take and apply to your life, whether it's a bit of wisdom or instruction. And you know the Bible say only fools despise that. Now listen up for this nugget. to be used by God, you have to really be used. We always want to be used for the glorious jobs. Let God put me on the stage in front of the people in the Grammy show with a nice dress on. Let me just praise your name. But that's not being used. Sometimes in order to be used, you also have to be humiliated. You have to be kicked and beaten. Checky Nuggies.
child, everybody want to be famous until it's time to be famous or until it's time to see what all of that comes with. Uh, this ad where Lauren Hill was explaining how it really is to be used by God spoke to me. It's been trending again on social media, and it's just Lauren's voice, as you just heard, talking about how to truly be used, you have to be beaten, humiliated, broken. And that's just the truth of it. And it makes me think of our girl Monique again. I feel like that last episode, okay, maybe I didn't do her very much justice. Or maybe I did. I don't know. Again, I don't know this woman real business. But I do know one thing. I just feel like on that interview, Monique admits that all she wanted was to be famous. Be famous. Okay, you got that. She also says, well, I didn't know to ask about this. And I didn't know that. And I didn't know that. And let me tell you something. Lack of knowledge kills it kills. It kills dreams. It kills your pockets. It kills a lot of things. And maybe I was a little harsh on Monique, but I do feel like she is displaying the whole everybody wants to be used by God just for the glitz and the glamour. You want the Oscar. You want the title. You want the name. But when it comes down to the business aspect, you just want to pout and play the game however you want to play it. Listen, Monique said 15 years ago, the exact same thing that Taraji P. Henson started saying, okay, when she started doing interviews about her experience working with the same people who Monique called out. But I'm sorry, I've said it once, I've said it again. Okay, let me just say this. I want to be clear that when Monique first came out with this 15 years ago, I was on her side. But seeing her on the Club Shay Shay interview changed my mind a bit. Oh, a lot. It changed my mind a lot. Because sis was just complaining and I just feel like what I thought about when I watched Monique was how it feels to be on the other end of a business. Not the receiving end of the paycheck for the work, but actually the owner end of the business. This is a dispute between owners and employees. And something that has happened, this is a phenomenon of COVID, is most people do not want to be employees anymore. Everybody want to be the boss. Everybody want to be in charge. But if that were possible for everyone, then we wouldn't have all these different types of personalities and different people who are meant to do different things. The excitement about fame and celebrity has definitely risen with social media, and I think people are just getting completely detached from the reality of, there's a whole lot that come with that, and most people just want to be famous. They really don't, aren't truly looking to be used by God and unless you are looking to truly be used by God child you're gonna get used by somebody and you sure don't want it to be the enemy um when I came out with my story I was very clear that I was moving off of a word from God and I was I heard from God I went to him in a broken period and he set me on a journey that has led me through all kinds of pits and valleys child toils and snares I have already come but he keeps setting me on this path and setting me straight every time I fall down. And that's how I know that I'm being used. I also know I'm being used by what Lauren Hill had said. Because of the amount of times I was humiliated in this process. Bruised and broken. Now why would that be necessary anyway to be used by God? Well, don't you know your word? 
If you actually know some of the story of Jesus' life, that is his whole life. And a big reason why we are saved through Jesus Christ, because he went through the things that humans experience, such as embarrassment, humiliation, being murdered, even though he was God in the flesh. He went through those things. And the reason why God put himself in a human body is to show us what we were capable as humans. There are things that as humans we are not capable of controlling of of handling and those are the things that God handles for us however when it comes to the backlash of what it takes to really let God use you we're equipped to handle that we're equipped to survive humiliation and embarrassment and brokenness and hurt and pain and betrayals because Jesus did it God did so you can do it too and that's just what it comes down to there were so many times in my midnight when I was struggling with everything I was going through. I slept in a car. I've been homeless. I've been, you know, had all my friends turn their back on me, my family, not able to get the help I needed when I needed it, watching people who, you know, I had helped be fine while I was messed up and they didn't even care to call me. You know, I went through all of that and it was very hard. I will never deny it's still hard because every day I have to face some of the residual effects of that time period of everything I lost during that time. But I knew from the very beginning of my journey that God was using me. Now, I didn't know that it would take all these wild turns. But let me tell you about God when he give you a word. He ain't going to give you the full word because he needs your obedience. And if he gives you the full word, he might not get that obedience. And I can tell you firsthand, if God had said, I'm going to put you up high and then rip it right down in front of all their faces, tear you down. Let all the people who doubted you watch you have a great fall, get to doubt you again, get to kick you again while you're down to get you to where I'm trying to get you. These are the things that I'm going to allow. If God had said that, I would have said, that's all right. That's all right. I, I, I'm good over here. <laughs> I'm good. But that's the exact reason why he doesn't reveal everything to us straight up. Because he knows. He already knows. He already knows what's going to happen. I want to challenge you to really take a step back from everything that you are doing and consider how much of what you are doing are um, is for the Lord. I have found through my journey that the more I do for him, the more of what is done is blessed. If you can just let God lead you, let God use you for real. That means praising him during the times of humiliation, embarrassment, and being bludgeoned. Okay? Praise him during those times. If you can somehow get true that. Baby, that's how you know that you're being used by God. When you're being used by God, it is not as pretty as everybody thinks it's going to be. Fame is not as beautiful as everybody wants it to be. But it is something that God gives and allows people to have. And the hope is that they'll use that platform to glorify him. And we find in a lot of people's journeys when they're not, when they're not glorifying him, but also, you know, participating in behaviors that are not about him at all he allows what he allows child and that's all i'm gonna say more about the monique stuff that i just thought of before i let y'all go 
Y'all might have seen that Monique's son responded to the interview that she put out on Club Shit Shit. He did. And I don't have much respect for it at all. I listened to a little bit and then I just backed off. Clearly her and her son have a beef. Um, watching his interview got me kind of want to stop watching one of my favorite YouTubers. I ain't gonna call no name because I'm just... You know, the more I get excited about the stuff that he puts out, the more I see how, you know, it's just all gossip. And it's kind of nasty because I know this YouTuber, that's his whole thing. He's here for the best. But it's like, I'm not never going to support somebody dishonoring their parent. I don't care what your relationship is. You're going to get in front of the whole world and do that. And there's going to be many people in the world, child, that's going to sit there and tell you, you're right. For in the first chapter of Romans in the Bible, it talks about how people who do wicked things would be glorified for it because that is the society we live in. Anybody patting that boy on the back for speaking out against his mother, I ain't with it. I'm not with it. I think he said he's a comedian too, and it's just these churn. Listen, I don't got time to play with these churn. You following in my footsteps, but you downing me and doubting me and trashing me in front of these people. Boy, I will. Okay, sorry that you're cut off, but maybe she cut you off because she don't got no money. You see her to beg up Tyler Perry. <laughs> Let me mind my business. This has been another exciting episode of The Betty Show. My bad. Why I keep calling them the old name? The Betty Show is my nonprofit, my 5013C, but Be Myself and I is the title of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening in with me today. This episode was supposed to drop yesterday, but I had some complications. But it's all good. We got it all set up and we thank you. We thank you for your listening pleasures, taking pleasures and listening. Okay, and we'll come back at you later. I got some new topics to discuss next week. Can't wait for you to get in here so we could talk. You conquer the enemy in yourself. You can't deal with anyone.